Welcome back to the Wait For It podcast. My name is Mr. Eric Almighty. I'm one of your co-hosts, and this week I'm going solo to talk about a new anime that I just finished watching. With any anime, it's always hard to explain to newcomers why you should watch it and what's a good first one to jump into. Well, I think I have the perfect show to capture your attention. So for this episode, Why You Should Watch sells at work in just 10 minutes. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Alright guys, let's go ahead and jump right into this episode here. I'm really excited to talk about this anime called Cells at Work. I got to watch this anime particularly on Netflix, although you may be able to find it on other streaming platforms such as Funimation and potentially Crunchyroll. And the reason I'm so excited to talk about this anime is because it's one of those shows that is really easy to get into as a first time watcher. And if you're a seasoned anime veteran, it's one of those shows that will play to all of the fields that you like in the genre. With a short 13 episode count, it's a very easy watch, and there's a season 2 coming in January 2021, so no better time than now to get started. Let's go ahead and jump into a quick Wikipedia plot explanation that you can find anywhere on the internet. This story takes place inside the human body, where trillions of cells each do their job to keep the body healthy. The series largely focuses on two cells, a rookie red blood cell, who often gets lost during deliveries, and a relentless white blood cell who fights against any germs that invade the body. They always run into each other, it's always a fun time, and this show has a ton of different elements to it. First and foremost, you won't hear me really use a lot of names for the characters themselves, and that's because a lot of times they're referred to as what they are. So a lot of times you'll just hear a lot about the red blood cells, the white blood cells, and of course red and white, easy enough. But then you have other cells that really have a fun take on them. The killer T cells are these big badass characters, the helper T cells as you can imagine, what they would look like, and then things like platelets which you wouldn't really know too much about until you watch the show or unless you're already familiar with like anatomy, but they're these cute little children that are basically like healing cells that are trying to help like cover up wounds and things of that nature and they're just utterly adorable. It's those type of takes on these characters that just make the show really enjoyable to watch. And ultimately, it's also very educational. If you listen to one of my previous episodes called Why You Should Watch Dr. Stone, you know that one of my favorite elements in an anime, surprisingly, is some of the educational elements that it has. With this show, there's a lot of things that I learned about the human body that I just thought were extremely interesting and extremely captivating. Outside of that though, it has a lot of anime elements all in one show. It's got a bunch of things that I like in anime, whether it's just the style of drawing or the type of characteristics that you may see in certain characters. They've got the boldness that anime usually shows and all of the subtleties that it usually displays in several different animes. It feels like everything comes together in one with the amount of different characters that you see. This is a body with millions of cells, trillions of cells, and you only get to scratch the surface on the amount of characters that you could potentially find in a human body. 
This is a show that you would think at first is very funny, especially with such a cute opening song and ending song to kind of go with the theme, overall theme of the show. But it's got a lot of dramatic points. One in particular is when they introduce the cancer cells, which of course, a show like this is going to have multiple types of bacteria and different diseases and things to come through to set up something for the protagonist to fight against. And while some of the bacteria and some of the germs and diseases are silly at best, they're not meant to be seriously taken. This is one of those shows that really takes a few episodes out of this short 13 episode count to raise the stakes and also show some empathy for some of these characters that at the end of the day are just trying to survive. Now that's not to say that it's not a funny show, it's got a lot of cute, hilarious moments as well, but it's really funny for certain things that you wouldn't really expect. So for example, how medicine is displayed and just the uncertainty of it all to the blood cells that are in the body. Somebody getting an IV, for example, what that would look like. It reminded me a lot about Osmosis Jones, which if you remember that cartoon series, it's one of my favorite, probably the most underrated cartoon series that's out there. And it's one of my favorite movies, to be honest, when I was a kid. It's really telling that that's the first thing I thought of when I saw the show, and it immediately made me think that there is an audience out there that hasn't seen this yet that would really, really enjoy it. Now, there is a little bit of a warning, especially for those of you that have kids. I'm thinking Osmosis Jones, so I'm thinking it's great. This is a show I could probably watch, and I can have my, my son around while I watch it. It only took me about half of the first episode to realize, nope, this is definitely a show for adults because this is a very, very gory show. There's a lot of blood and gore that happens in this show and you would think that wouldn't be the case, but no, when they kill these germs and these blood cells die, they are just extremely brutal. It's one of the anime elements that I enjoy. And again, this is what I mean where it brings in almost everything from different genres. So instead of it just being a slice of life or cute type of anime, it has elements of that, but it also has elements of those gorier animes that you really would enjoy where you would expect it to just be pure violence. Definitely not a complaint though. I really enjoyed the show overall, but just a little warning there, especially for those of you that don't expect it like I didn't expect it. I wanted you to be very well informed. With any anime, as you know, it has to have good animation. This show definitely delivers on that. It's one of those shows that really just brings everything together to provide a very enjoyable experience. And I think that it has a lot of the goofiness and a lot of the seriousness, a lot of the fun and a lot of the drama that anime tends to bring. This is a very good introductory anime for those of you guys that have been wondering, when am I going to jump in? I keep hearing about this. What is a good one to jump into? I definitely think you can jump into this one without taking it too serious and still get some of that serious vibe from it to eventually be a gateway to other animes that are very, very good. If you're a seasoned veteran, of course, this is gonna have a lot of tropes that you already enjoy, and I definitely think it's worth putting on your radar. And as I mentioned before, I only have about 10 minutes to explain why you should watch this anime. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at WaitForItPodcast, on Twitter at WaitForItPod, and we're currently streaming anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You could find us mainly on Pandora, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. 
and we're currently hosted through Buzzsprout. So you can find all of our episodes at waitforitpodcast.buzzsprout.com. If you like this episode in particular, check out other episodes that I've done in the past couple months, such as Why You Should Watch Fire Force, Your Lie in April, Mom Cycle 100, and many more amazing anime. Don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. All you have to do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Thank you.